Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Welcome to the Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Every week I start the show and I say, you guys, this is the best show yet. And I, yet every week I truly believe that. I'm coming to you fresh out of a training room in a breakthrough training for the last four and a half days. I have been in a space where people are saying, hey, that, this is how I've shown up in the world up until now. And I want to create the best version of myself and I'm willing to go there and show me everything that's in my way. So where else in the world? I mean, think about this. Where else in the world are a group of people like, like me? Like I'm volunteering. My paycheck is zero. So hear that. My paycheck is zero, but I am volunteering to spend four and a half days of my life just supporting people and in stepping into their highest self and saying, like, I am willing to be the interrupter to the patterns that aren't working in your life so that you can create exactly what you want and pouring in. And so there's a group of people just like me that volunteer to create this work in the effort to support people in creating exactly what they want. And so it's the most energizing space. So the group that I worked, so last week, so when I came to you last Monday, I was first out of their level one, which was a discovery, a vision space. And then I went into level two, which is the breakthrough. And then next month we'll step into level three. And I share this with you. Because I am lit up. If you want to think about humanity, if you want to see what humanity looks like, restore your faith in humanity, look at these leadership experiences. So I played out at Boston Breakthrough Academy. They're all, there's a bunch of them. But the, the space that people wanting to create in this world and, and really be exactly, be the change that they want. We don't want war or fighting. Like we don't have to have that. There is another way. And so to see leaders stepping up and saying, I'm not going to fight the fact that, that this stuff exists. I'm going to be the one that changes it. I'm going to be the difference that I want to see. So rather than talking about it, rather than sitting on my couch and getting mad about it, I'm actually going to be the difference. So I am lit up in that space. And my wish for you, it's right around the Christmas season, like my holiday wish for you is that you get to be lit up about something. It doesn't have to be what I'm lit up about, but that you get to be lit up about something. Hear my energy, hear my excitement. Everybody gets to be lit up about something. And so for me, my job in this world, I know that I am the person that gets to call people forward to be lit up in exactly what lights them up. So this is my call. I am the spark. I'm striking it on the against the wood and saying, hey guys, here's the flame. Who wants to carry it? Who wants to carry it? I'm sitting here holding the torch and I'm saying, I get to pass this torch. There's enough fire. You can light your torch and you can go light your torch anywhere you want. But the goal is you get to light it. You get to be lit up. And so today's episode is all about vision. Okay. And how we actually move our vision forward. Because here's the challenge, you guys. I'll be real honest. I am all the time. I say that as a caveat. I'm always going to be real honest with you because that's what you can count on from me. So the deal is there are lots of really great visionaries in our world. Lots of people that have amazing dreams. They will paint a picture of a business, of a world, of a company, of of a local organization. They can paint the picture 
And it is so enrolling that I want that. I want to live there. You know, if you're that person or you know that person. Okay, I guarantee you that every single person either is that person or knows that person. And what I'm here to tell you is that it's not enough just to have a great vision. Not enough just to have a great vision. And the reason I say that is because there are lots of visionaries. But visionaries, in order to create their vision, in order for that to be anything other than just a dream, you've got to have the integrator piece. And for way too long in my life, I have been the visionary without the integrator. The visionary without the integrator. And what that looks like. Imagine you're on a trike. Okay, so let's say you're three years old and you run downstairs for Christmas. That's just what you celebrate. You run downstairs for Christmas. You're so excited because there's this big, red, shiny trike down by the tree. And you think, oh my gosh, this trike just for me, I get to run and I can ride everywhere. I'm going to go up and down the street and I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I can ride all the way to my grandparents' house, whether it's a million miles away, it doesn't matter. I can get there. I have wheels. But you look at this trike and you realize it has no pedals. It has no pedals. It's just got wheels. One in the front, two in the back. And so you're, you're looking at this trike and thinking, how, huh, I guess I could use my feet. So you hop on the trike and it's a beautiful day outside, a little cold. You get your coat on, your hat, your gloves, your scarf, and you're on your trike and you're ready to go and your feet are moving and you're moving and you're moving and you're moving and you're moving and all of a sudden you get tired because you've been expending all your energy moving the trike forward. So you pick your feet up and the trike propels for a little bit, then you don't go anywhere. You don't go anywhere. If only you had pedals, because you know what the difference is with a pedal? You use a pedal. The pedal, when you put your feet on the pedals and you move forward, one cycling of pedals is the equivalent to about 10 different footsteps. So think about that. Pedaling once in a circular fashion will get you just as far as 10 of your footsteps. So now you're extending one-tenth of the energy. So think of how far you can go. You guys, that is what happens in the life of a visionary with no integrator. We expend all of our energy moving forward, pedaling. We are exhausted because we don't have the support of an integrator. An integrator is someone who understands the mechanisms, the hows, how to put those together so that we can actually move forward. They are the pedals. They are the wind beneath our wings. They are the people who get our vision, who are enrolled in our vision, who see where we want to go, who know what it takes to get there, who stand alongside us. And they say, awesome, let's co-create it. Let's co-create it. So those integrators are really important. Now, let me tell you something else about us visionaries. We often are so far ahead of the game, thinking a year, five years, 10 years, 30, 50, 100 years down the road, that we're not thinking about an hour from now. And we're not thinking about an hour from now. I'm going to share a story with you about something that happened to me last Tuesday. Now, if my husband's listening to this, he will laugh really hard after takes his palm, puts it on top of his head, and just 
has a big sigh. Because here's the thing. My husband is an integrator. He is a phenomenal integrator. He's the one that thinks about the details. I am a visionary. I am the one that thinks big picture. 20 years down the road, 10 years down the road. So last week, I'm going to one of our gyms to have a meeting. Okay, so actually, I wasn't going to work out. I was just going to have a meeting. And I don't know where the key is for the gym. I have no idea because I'm a visionary. I'm not focused on a key. If I need to get into the building, I'll get into the building. So I use my husband's key. I have it. And I go to the building. I put the key in the lock. I open up the lock. I have my backpack. I carry a backpack for my laptop and all my stuff. I used to have a briefcase. Got rid of that. I have a backpack, guys. It's a lot easier. So I go into the office. I set my stuff down. I have all my stuff set up. I am ready to go with five minutes to spare. Like, this is great. I have so much time and space. And then I remember my water bottles in the car. No big deal. So I grab my purse because I, in my car, my keys are in my purse. And I don't want to take the time to dig my keys out. You know exactly where this is going. So I take my purse and I walk outside to my car to get the water bottle. And then I realize, crap, I didn't actually unlock the door to the building. Now there's a lockbox with a key in it on the outside, but I don't know the code to the lockbox because I don't know how many times my husband has told me there's a lockbox there, but it never occurred to me to ask the code because why would I need the code? It was not something I needed in the moment. So why would I need it? So I think no problem. I'll call my husband. Well, my phone is inside at my workstation that I just created for myself. So I have no phone. All I have are the keys to my car. I have six minutes now, six minutes till my meeting. And I think, well, what do I do? There's a gas station just 100, 100 yards away. I could go to the gas station and I could ask to use their phone and I could call my husband and he could be there, but he's not going to be there in six minutes. So I decide, oh, cool. Well, the goal is to get on the, get on the meeting and it's a Zoom meeting. So I drive to my parents' house, which is five minutes, not even five minutes away from where I'm at. My house is 10 minutes away. So I can get there within the time frame allotted. I can hop on their computer and I can be on the meeting. And that's exactly what I did. I got to the meeting on time. And then I, when I got on the meeting, I said, hold on a second. I called my husband. I told him, hey, huh, this is what happened. He says, of course, this is what happened because I wasn't thinking about unlocking the door. Remember, I'm thinking about the meeting down the road, not the details in between. So he goes and gets the key out of the lockbox, opens up the door, gets my phone and my notes, drives him to my parents' house. All of this happens in about 10, 15 minutes time frame. And I'm set up. I'm ready to go. I excuse myself out of the meeting with enough time to get back to the gym where I have another meeting back to back with this. So it's all perfect. Now, here's what happens. You guys, here's the kicker of it all. This is the difference between a visionary and an integrator. So hear this. Remember when I committed to letting you guys in my front door, walking up to my room, opening up my underwear drawer, pulling them out and showing you, who does that? Ew, why, would you, why would you even want to see that? This is what I'm doing right here. I am showing you my weakness. Here's what happened. I get back to the gym. Now I have my phone. I've got everything. I still don't have the code for the lockbox, but I call my husband and I say, what's the code for the lockbox? I'm looking at this lockbox. I can't figure out how to use it. I think I must be an idiot. That's what ran through my head. How do I not know how to use a lockbox? I can't find the code. He laughs and he says, oh, just slide. He showed me exactly how to do it. No big deal. Tells me the code. Got in. Got the, like I got the key. 
So I unlock the door. And this is the best part. This is the difference between a visionary and an integrator. I unlock the door and I'm still on the phone with my husband. And I say, I got in. And he says, great. Now put the key in your pocket so you don't lose it. And you guys, the key, <laughs> just laugh for a second. I put it in my pocket, my right pocket. And as I'm putting it in my pocket, guess what else is in my pocket? I feel it. It's the other key. I had the key the whole time. I created all of this challenge. <laughs> I created this drama. It was all created because I had what I required in that moment all the time. I just didn't realize it. I just didn't realize it. Now, if my husband had said to me, if I was able to call him, he would have said, check your pocket because I always have everything that I require. I just didn't trust myself in that moment to check that I had actually set myself up for success and put the key in my pocket the whole time. If I would have known that, if I would have trusted myself, then it was okay. And then, and then it gets even better. I'm talking to my dad later. I said, dad, you'll, you'll, you'll believe it, but no, everybody else wouldn't believe it. Guess what happened? And he says, well, if your phone was in the car, why didn't you just turn on your car and call, call your, call Josh from the car because the car wasn't that far away from the phone and we have Bluetooth. And then you could have just called him, asked him the code and got in. And I thought, oh my gosh, that would have worked too. So there were all kinds of things that could have been possible had I been in an integrator space. But here's the reality, guys. Let's be totally honest. I am confident and comfortable. I know who I am. I am a visionary. I am not an integrator. And so the more that I fight myself, the more that I tell myself, oh, Kathleen, you're an idiot. How do you not think of these things? I'm not, I'm not doing myself any good. I get to embrace the fact that I think one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 50 years down the road, and I get to put the person next to me that says, Kathleen, check your pocket. That's an integrator. That's somebody who gets my patterns, who can stand alongside me and move my vision forward. And too often, visionaries, we get hung up on our visions and don't think about the steps that it requires to get there. But the integrators, they're saying, here's the steps. So you pair a visionary and an integrator together, that is magic. Right there, that's magic. So you guys, we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk all about really the roles of visionary and integrator and how we find these people in our lives to move our visions forward. Because don't hear me as one of these is right or wrong. These are both incredible roles to have, not just in your life, right? You absolutely need one in your life, but also in business and in your community, in, in everywhere that you are. So we're gonna go on this quick break. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. And when we get back, we're gonna continue on this conversation. Enjoy these quick words. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. 
Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and today we are talking all about the role of visionaries and why it's so important to have an integrator by your side. So this is something that works in your life, in your business, in your community, everywhere. And so the beauty of it, I just described right before the break, a situation about how my husband and I work. I'm a visionary, he's an integrator. And for so long, we have battled those roles. So he, he is, he's got a wonderful vision. It's not that integrators don't have great visions. It's that their strengths, who they are, lies in the how of getting there. They're really good at applying the hows, about thinking about different ways, about going forward and moving it. Let me give you an example. So I have this big vision so that, that everyone in the world sees their possibility, knows exactly what, who they are, what they're meant to create, and they step into it. And they step into it. It's not enough to just know it. It's also stepping into it. So that is my vision. It's what I get to create. And so I come on to this, to this radio show, this TV show, and I speak my truth. I have no problem speaking my truth. I have no problem sharing it out to the world. And I realize that some of the stuff that I say, most of the stuff maybe, is going to push some buttons. It's going to make people uncomfortable. It's going to people say, nah, I don't believe you. That's not true. And I don't care. I don't care because it's my vision and I'm living from a space that hasn't been created yet. So I live in a space of this is what I want to see in the world. And this is what I'm working to create. I don't live from a space in the past. And I don't live from a space in the future. Some people would call that crazy and that's okay. I just really don't care. So living a visionary is somebody who sees a way that's possible. It is not aligned with what is actually created now, but it's possible. And they're calling that forward. They are living from the space of what could be not what is. They're living from a space of what could be and not what is. And when we live from that space, that's when we create. Do you think that Oprah said, huh, I'd really like to live in a world where we all fight and where there's wars. And so I'm going to create, I'm going to work with Chopaka. I'm going to work with all these people. I'm going to create this magazine and the show because I don't know, I feel like it would do, it would just make the war stop. 
And that was not the thing that went through her head. I have not directly talked with Oprah, but my experience of her is that she said, I want to live in a world where people know who they are, where people are confident in what, who they are and how they show up. So what do I get to create so that that happens? And then Oprah, she put a lot of integrators on her team that would say, I am bought into your vision. How can we create that so that the world gets to move forward? So that the world gets to move forward. So we're going to work as if this has already been created. Now, when you're a visionary, there are lots of resistors to that vision. There are lots of people that are going to be that voice on your shoulder that says, that can't happen. Nope. uh Uh-uh. All those things in your head that you think, gosh, maybe you wake up in the morning and say, hmm, maybe I should just go back to bed. Those people will be loud. And the integrators are the one that keep the visionary on track. Because guys, it can be really easy to get a visionary off track. Remember the tricycle? Well, when you're pedaling on your own wheels or when you lift your feet up, but you don't have the, you're using your own feet. When you don't have those pedals, it's really easy to go all over and wind down a path. When you got pedals, when you got a handlebar, that's where you're controlled. That's where you can actually figure out where you're going. So think of your integrators as the handlebar. Think of your integrators as the pedals. The visionaries, you've got the wheels. You are the wheels. You are the frame. But your integrators are the handlebar. Your integrators are the pedals. And you've got to have those because if you're riding a bike without a handlebar, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? One time, this was my kids, this was probably, I don't know, eight years ago, seven years ago. I went to a garage sale and I came home with this, like it's a little tykes. You guys have seen them, those little cozy coops. And this one looked like a police car. It was $3. And I, I never seen one before. I didn't even know if you could buy it. And I think it was, it was really old. And it was super, I thought it was cool. It had a steering or it didn't have a steering wheel. <laughs> Just You could pedal with your feet. You could move them. You could sit in it, but there was actually no, no steering wheel. And my husband could not stand this cozy coop toy because the kids couldn't steer it. So what did my children do? They got on top of it and they would ride it. Like they totally reinvented the toy. They loved it. We pried it out of their hands. And then when they weren't watching, threw it in the trash because it was falling apart. That's how much they loved this toy, but they really couldn't go anywhere with it. They just experienced it. It It's just a fun thing for them, but it didn't have a steering wheel and it didn't have any pedals. They were the energy. So it could only go as far as they could take it. So what I'm telling you is that these pieces get to work together. So there is no better than or worse than. One of the things that we just worked on in uh, Corbell, it's a company that I I work with, it's a company my husband's involved in it. It's really cool. We're working on changing the scope of of cultures and companies and really looking at emotional intelligence and how we apply that into companies and how we shift these, these cultures and really develop people, develop people and say, hey, executives, like it starts at the executive level. Okay, when we talk about source, who we are, how we, how we give to the world, we're saying it starts with us as executives, and then it goes into our employees. So it, what this company at Corbett started as, hey, I think we can impact the fitness space. Like That was where we, we went first. And then we said, well, but it's more than fitness. There's actually seven different components to wellness. And when we look at all seven of those components, like we looked at physical, mental, 
social, spiritual, financial, emotional, environmental. So seven different components of wellness that really, it started just looking at it from a physical perspective. And then we said, but if these seven are all critical, how do we build those into a company? How do we consider that as the wellness platform? And then it grew into, well, if we're source, how do we actually get the buy-in of the executives? Because let's be honest, if they're not living well, if they're not setting the tone for wellness, then it doesn't matter what you do at any other level of an organization. So then we started looking at, okay, so that's what it could look like. And now we're, we're really looking at this platform of how do we create wellness on all levels? How do we scale this in a way where we can impact thousands upon thousands upon thousands of employees at, at companies that start at you know, like 50 employees versus 100,000 employees, you can still impact the wellness culture. And it all starts with how we look at the executive team. So it's really cool and I'm fascinated by how this works. But hear me when I say it started because there was a vision of everyone gets a step into their possibility. Because let me tell you what happens in a business when people aren't stepping into their possibility. It's disconnection, it's low engagement, it's health insurance premiums increasing. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And this is talking about a business with like lots, could be lots of employees. I'm seeing it in, in our businesses with, with a lower level of number of employees. And I'm talking, I've got a business that has a couple employees and I've got businesses that have hundreds of employees. So it's all across the board, you guys. I have had more CEOs and executives and entrepreneurs come to me and say, what do I do about the lack of engagement of my employees? I say, it's not about the engagement. It's not about COVID. Like, let's be honest about this. Disconnection is not about COVID. Disconnection was present in their companies way before COVID happened. It's just that COVID peeled it back. We used to say water cooler, right? Oh, we have connection in our company because we have this water cooler chat. But water cooler chat is surface level. Water cooler level, chat is surface level. Here's a great example in a, let's just take a, a typical company environment, Cubeville. We walk in, I, I, I encourage you, I invite you and I recommend that you walk in there anywhere, whether you're an employee or an employer, you walk in there and you pick any two cubes, people that have been working at your company for years and you go up to them and you say, can you tell me three things that your neighbor over here cares about? passionate about. And it cannot include a thing. Let me know. What is it? And once you get past maybe the family, the kids, the husband, the easy stuff, wife, partner, once you get past that, what is there? Most people have no idea. Most people have no idea. And it's not their fault. It's not like something's wrong. It's that it's that we as people have stopped going there. We've stopped dreaming. We've stopped seeing what's possible. And so what's happened is then we become disconnected with ourselves. If we're disconnected with ourselves, how can we possibly be connected with somebody else? So that's a real challenge. So when I tell you about the role of visionaries and integrators, what I'm saying is my vision is about creating a space where everyone sees their possibility and steps into it. And I'm so unattached as to how that vision gets to be created. So then I have multiple integrators that step alongside me and say, but what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And I, and I as the visionary, I'm like, cool, awesome. It could all work. Let's start going down here. 
pedals. We're adding the pedals now. We're adding the handlebar. Let's start going and see where we can get. And as we get further down the path, then we decide what's working and what's not working. And we're constantly in that feedback loop. And my integrators and everyone around me is trained to know that there's always going to be things that work and things that don't work. And when we come from that space and we realize that it's totally neutral, it doesn't matter that something did or didn't work. All that matters is that we identify it as it does work or it doesn't work because that's feedback. And now we can move forward. Okay, so now. We can go deeper and deeper and deeper. So as I shared with you, how did CoreBuilt start? It started because we said, hey, we want to impact the physical health of employees. But then when we realized shifting the culture was more than physical health, there were seven components. Then we steered a little bit different way. And then we said, okay, well, if we know this, then what's next? Okay, we're going to go this way. And we got deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'll tell you the iterations that you have now, it'll probably be different a year from now. It might be different a month from now. It might be different a day from now. It might be different this afternoon. And that doesn't mean that it's broken and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong. It means that me as a visionary have integrators standing alongside me that see that vision so strongly. And they say, we are willing to create whatever it takes to get there. We're going to live from the space that that's possible and bring it into reality. So guys, the stuff that I'm saying to you, it's not how teams are trained. That's not what you, this stuff that I'm talking about, we don't learn it in business school. I went to business school. It wasn't taught. It wasn't taught. So how in the world do we teach it? That's what we bring. This, this, that's the question. That's what I spend every day thinking about. How do I teach this? How do I create this? How do I evoke it? That's the question. So you guys, we are going to dig into that. We're going to go on a quick break. You are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. And when we get back, we are going to continue this conversation about visionary and integrator and what it means and how you get yourself an integrator or how you get yourself a visionary. All right, guys, enjoy this quick break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we're here on Inspired Choices Network. And we've been talking for the last 30 minutes all about visionaries and integrators. So I am a visionary, right? There's no, there's no question. You would, you would hear what I say and you would say, she doesn't really ever talk about mechanics. In fact, when this radio show started, I did talk about mechanics. I was more in the mechanic space and 
what I realized was like, that's not me. I mean, I, I love, we can talk about mechanics. Absolutely. But so can a thousand other people. There are so many podcasts and radio shows and, and people that'll, you can go into their programs or consultants that will teach you mechanics. And so great. I'm happy to connect you with them, but I am not a person of mechanics. Because as much as I, I enjoy mechanics or I know mechanics, it's not about the mechanics. So many other people can focus on the mechanics, but what it is about is the vision. And there are far fewer people talking about the vision and what we get to create in the vision. And so that's where I get to hold you is what is your vision? So these concepts of visionary and integrator, these words, this was, it was, the visionary always knew, but this concept of a visionary having an integrator and really using this terminology came to me when I was reading this book called Rocket Fuel. So Gino Wickman wrote the book Rocket Fuel. He first wrote a book called Traction. And that I saw Gino Wickman, he came to Des Moines where I live. Oh gosh, I was probably seven, eight years ago. And he talked all about traction. And what happened in our business community here in, in Iowa, central Iowa, uh, well, lots of people went to the traction model and all of a sudden all these companies that I would work with and I was running my marketing firm at the time, they were, they would all use the, the traction model. And so I got really used to this, the traction model. And if you've never seen it, go check it out. And it's really just a, it's an operating system for a business. It, it talks about from a leadership perspective, how you can structure businesses. So it's, it's like a heavy mechanism piece that you could apply to, to utilize this vision and actually, uh, break it into smaller chunks so that it can work. Okay. So you take this vision that's five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years out. And then he talks about rocks that you can create and pivot points. And so if you understand the traction model, it's something that can really support you in uh, creating your business and in growing it. And in this, it doesn't matter what size organization, a lot of the organizations that I saw, these are larger organizations that, that created and used the traction model. So then I heard about Gino's next iteration that he created, next book, and it was called Rocket Fuel. And in Rocket Fuel, he talked about the role of the visionary and the integrator. And so what he saw as, as he developed traction and, and that really that model, he saw there were the people that had the, the visions and then there were the integrators, the people that actually created them, that, that, that broke that into steps and, and made it happen. And so he created these concepts of visionary and integrator and how they got to work together. And one of the things that I loved about this book was that it, there was a series of questions that showed you based on your answers, where you fell as a visionary and integrator. So I, I absolutely have integration skills. I mean, guys, I'm, I'm a former CPA. I, I can do the analysis. I can give me a spreadsheet and I will geek out for, I don't know, at least five minutes, no longer than that. I, I do enjoy details and mechanisms, but that's not where I live. And when I spend all my time there, it's not, I'm not in the visionary space. And so what, when I went through these quizzes to understand where I fell on the scales, my visionary was off the charts, truly off the charts. And my integrator, while it was on the charts, it just wasn't as high. And I realized that the more that I spend my, my energy and my time and my focus in this integrator space, the less that I'm spending it in my real zone of genius in this visionary space. And so I got to shift and really just focus on the visionary space and know that I can have conversations with my integrators. I can understand my integrators, but I am not an integrator. And same thing with integrators. Integrators often have vision. They, they have 
enrolling ideas. They have big visions. It's just that they, where their zone of genius is, is in the integration space in, in making it happen. And so we, we love integrators and we love visionaries. What happens is if I create a team of all visionaries, we will, we'll sound really good. Like <laughs> you will want to play with us because we're enrolling. It'll be fun, but we won't go anywhere. So a lot of the businesses that you see, when somebody says, I'm going to create this business and it's going to be amazing. And, and so they're all visionary, but no integrator. There's no traction. They never move anywhere. And businesses that are run by integrators without great visionaries by them side, by their side, they have beautiful traction. Like they, it, it's their, their customer service is amazing. Like they're really well-supported companies, but nobody really knows they exist because there's no vision. There's no promotion. There's no talking about it. So the fire underneath it isn't there. So it just doesn't rise as much as it could. So the, the sweet spot is when we have a visionary and an integrator that can work together. So in my case, like I said, my husband and I, we are in business together as well, but also in life together, we parent. And we, we found we were stepping on each other's toes in the visionary and integrator space. So I got this book, I read it and I handed it to him. <laughs> I didn't even, I, I filled out the quizzes and all that, but I didn't do it in the book because I didn't want to taint his experience when he read it, could have bought another book that probably that see again would have been a great solution. But in my head, I wasn't thinking in that space because visionary, I don't often think of the tiny details. So in that, the example that I shared with you earlier about the key in the past, he may have uh, said like, Oh my God, Kathleen, are you an idiot. Like he knows I'm not an idiot, but, but really come on. The key was in your pocket the whole time. And he could have gotten frustrated because oh my gosh, the key was in my pocket the whole time. And he stopped doing whatever he was doing, came over to the gym, took care of my challenge. And he, he really played into my drama. Well, he supported me and I had the answer the whole time. So he could have gone to the space of why can't you wrap your head around this? It's just not that hard and been frustrated with me. And instead he understood that I'm a visionary, like where I play, where my sweet spot is, is not in that that tight, that detail space. So instead of beating me up, he was just laughed. You know, like we both laughed about it because that's what else are you going to do? And the spending the energy on, on beating ourselves up because we're not in the space that we, that is not our zone of genius that serves no purpose. And so this all is about understanding where our sweet spot is, because when you understand it, that's when you can apply it. And when you understand it, then you can apply it. And when you apply it, that's when we see people soar. That's when we see people soar. So I know uh, a person who was, who was in IT. He spent most of his life in IT and he was really, he was, he was good at IT, a heavy mechanism space. And then what he realized was his passion really was in community service and he wanted to work for a nonprofit. And he went over and worked in this nonprofit and he is just like lighting it up. I mean, lighting it up. And and really just serving in a great way and has advanced this nonprofit significantly. And the difference is he was playing in a zone of genius. So I love this for people when I see that even if, so I had an employee that we had a conversation the other day that it wasn't a, wasn't a great fit. And it's not that this employee, you might phrase the conversation as firing them. And I don't look at it that way because yes, this, the space is no longer with our company to support that person. But the reality is, that person has so many different skills and we just haven't aligned the skills with the job yet. We just haven't aligned the skills with the job. So I see a lot of people saying like, whoa, you suck. I got to fire you. Like it's not, that's not the case at all. Most of the time, like people inherently, like we are, 
we are come from is we want to create good in the world. We want to create, we want to create what we want to see. People do not come to work saying, I hate this job. I'm going to do everything I can to destroy it. I mean, maybe that, that could happen. And the reality is what occurred multiple times so that that would be the case. Do you think that somebody, like, the number of people that, that apply for a job, get a job, attend that job, they go from day one thinking, I only took this job so that I could hate this company and hate my life. Like, it doesn't happen. But yet we create it and we tell ourselves it does. And, and really when we back it up, we say, we go to jobs or we build companies that aren't in alignment with who we are. And then we wonder why we didn't create what we wanted to create. So it starts with fundamentally understanding the core. So hence why we're creating core built core of who we are, what we're meant to serve. And that's for every person and every business. And oftentimes with people like, okay, we get it. We get to understand who we are and we understand that that's going to support us in where we, what we want to create, but we don't then go apply that to our businesses. We don't say our businesses, gosh, you guys, I just heard this. I heard it this weekend. Uh, Somebody, there was a person that said, when I said, who do you serve in your business? And they're like, oh, I serve everybody. And I'm like, when I do that, you guys remember the monkey that clams the, that clangs the symbols together as a toy. I've been talking a lot, of, a lot about toys today, but the, they, the, the monkey clangs the symbols together. And that's what I think of like, because at the end of the day, like, no, no, the company that serves everybody really serves nobody. The person that serves everybody really serves nobody. So it's the same concept, but when we are focused, so think about your target audience and I'll use this, I'll use this mechanism conversation because it's easier to get it. When we serve everyone, we serve no one. When we serve everyone, we serve no one. And that means that if I say, oh, everybody's my audience, then the person that really wants to be my audience cannot get through because there are a million people in front of them that are not my audience. And if I have a message to give to the world, which I do, I have a message to give to the world. And I'm not super specific on who I want to hear that. Then the person that's meant to hear it will never hear it because there's too much noise in the middle. There's too much noise in the middle. Think about that. If I'm standing on a stage, okay? And I only have a thousand tickets. There's only a thousand seats in the audience. And I start giving out tickets to anybody that I want. Hey, thank you, you're breathing, here's a ticket. Hey, I know you're two years old, Um, here's a ticket. Like I just give a thousand tickets out. I throw them up in the air and whoever can come and a thousand people fill the seats. And guess what? The person that was 1,001 who really wanted the ticket, who rushed out of their house saying, I get to hear Kathleen speak today. If I do nothing else, I get to hear Kathleen speak. And that person gets there and there's a thousand people standing in front of them. And when the tickets got thrown up in the air, 1,000 people grabbed them and that person didn't get a ticket. But that's the person I really wanted to speak to. Yes, who doesn't hear my message? Yes, who doesn't hear my message? The person that really, that I wanted to hear it because I gave it away to a thousand other people that really didn't care. And those thousand people, because the message wasn't to them, are saying, I don't like your message. I can't stand who you are. I can't believe you wore a green sweater. Wow. Why? And they are so defensive. And they don't get my message. They don't want to hear my message. And all of a sudden, me as a speaker say I did a horrible job. But that person, it's a thousand and one, 
That person wanted to hear my message. That person thought it was an incredible message. That person would take that message and would create exactly what I wanted, but I robbed them of the opportunity because I was focusing on the thousand people that could have cared less. And so guys, this is what happens when I'm in a visionary space. If I don't focus on my vision and I'm not clear on where I want to go and I don't know what I want to create, I end up serving a thousand people that could have cared less. And the person that really gets to hear it never got to hear it. So I implore you, be super clear on who you are and what you get to create. And so if you're a visionary, live in the visionary space. And if you're an integrator, live in the integrator space. And if you don't know what you are, awesome. I celebrate you. Rocket fuel. Get the book. Look at it. I'm actually, I'll reach out to Gino Wickman. Maybe I can get him on the show and we'll talk about it. Who knows what's possible. But use that as a tool. Call me. I can tell you in a second whether you're a visionary or an integrator. You can reach out to me, Kathleen at KathleenReason.com. Go to KathleenReason.com. Check me out at Inspired Choices Network. I'm everywhere, team. And I mean that. I'm everywhere. All you have to do is reach out and I will support you. You're either visionary or an integrator. You are one of those. And you get to know which one you are. You get to know which one you are because it is pivotal to how you move, how you move forward. We're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to pull this all together. All right, guys, when we get back, we're going to pull this all together. You are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. We're here on Inspired Choices Network and enjoy this quick break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, and welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson. And for the past 45 minutes, we've been talking about visionaries or integrators, visionaries or integrators. And here's what I'm going to tell you. You are one of those. You're probably a little bit of both of those, but you dominate in one area over the other. And the key is truly understanding that, truly understanding that. And so it is like an aha moment when you see that. So those that are visionaries, those are the ones that paint the picture with the brushstrokes. They are the ones that get super excited about what could be possible. Those are the ones that live in that space and say, I know it, I see it, let's create it. They are the ones that go first. They are the ones that say, I don't know what's in my way. And I know there's going to be stuff in my way and I don't care. I'm going for it anyway. And the integrators are the ones that say, yes, 
Yes, I see it. I believe it. I'm going to stand right beside you. We are going to create that space. And what about, and what about, and what about, and what about, and what about? They are the ones that enhance the mural. They're the ones that pick the gold frame because that's what would look best. They're the ones that say, how about if we hung the picture here? Because this, let's aim this way. So an integrator is really important. If you guys remember the, the big fat Greek wedding, if you've watched that movie, uh, I'm going to totally butcher this analogy, but it's worth going for anyway. That's a visionary right there. That's a, that's what you know. I don't care. I'm going to butcher it. We're going for it anyway. So in that wedding, or in that wedding, the big fat Greek wedding, in that movie, you remember the wife says to the daughter, she says about the husband, he's like the chicken and I'm the one that holds the the neck. And I'm so she she's implying that the husband would be the visionary, but she's the integrator. She's the one that, that is, points him in the direction. So again, totally butchered the quote. It doesn't matter because the intention is you hear this, that in this case, the wife is saying, yes, he leads. He's the one that he's like the shiny object that everybody sees, but I'm behind the scenes with all the tweaks. I'm the one that's really guiding. And that's what can happen in the most beautiful integrator and visionary relationship. This morning, my husband comes to me and he says, Kathleen, I'm going to go through this list of technology for you that all the different technology apps and things that I have, because he looks through the credit card for the company and says, okay, this is here. This is here. This is here. Do we need these? And I'm sitting here saying, I don't know. You tell me, I don't, I, what I'm committed to is opening up spaces of possibility. I show up here on this radio show. I show up on the TV show. I show up and use my voice in these places. And I pull people with me on my team that get where we're headed and in the case of technology, I don't have a clue. It's not that I don't understand technology. I get it. I have no problem with technology. But when we think about where we're headed, do I care if Teachable is a part of it? Do I care if we continue on with our lead page of subscription? I don't know. Maybe. Cool. I don't care. I could care less whether we use HubSpot or ActiveCampaign or MailChimp. Like It just doesn't matter to me. Now, if you want to have that conversation, I can dig in and have that conversation. But that 10, 15, 20-minute conversation is something where I can spend with that or I can spend it opening up possibilities. Where do you want me? And sometimes it's have the conversation. Have, please have this conversation about MailChimp with me. And sometimes it's, nope, got it. Hear you. Move forward. So that is how an integrator looks at it. And the integrator is interested in how all of the components come together to get where we want to go. The visionary is like, I see where we're going and let's go. Come on, MailChimp, whatever. I, what I hear you saying is we got to have some kind of technology platform. So let's figure it out and let's go. Because I, 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 I love that you care about that and that you have your eye on it. Because you have your eye on it, it means I can go further. So visionaries and integrators both are really important. I just got a note from my good friend, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. And she said, am I a visionary and integrator? So Sarah, I'm speaking to you, but I'm speaking to all. Sarah, what I, you are a phenomenal visionary, absolutely visionary. And my experience of you is that your integrator is high. Your integrator is off the charts. You are a person that when we say, here's where we're going, you're like, yes, and, and, and. So yes, you are a powerful visionary. And my, my experience of you is that your integrator is off the charts. Like your integrator is really high. So when you embrace that you standing with a strong visionary, someone that can see where they're going, then you will be in your power. 
you will be in your power. And think about it, a visionary could have multiple integrators. You hardly ever see a situation where an integrator has multiple visionaries. That would be that would be crazy. That'd be like, okay, I'm here and here and here and here and here. Usually it's one visionary, multiple integrators. One visionary, one integrator, one visionary, multiple integrators. That can vary. But the reality is, as a visionary, as a really strong visionary, we want to pair ourselves with integrators that can move as fast as we are. Because a visionary, when I'm sitting here, speak, what I know to be true, what I know to be true, what I spoke about multiple times, when we're talking about business or life, like let's, I'll use this perfect example. My mom passed away two months ago. I've talked about it on every radio show since it happened. I talked about it when she was sick before that. I posted it on social media and LinkedIn. I talk about it. I'm, I'm very open about this and what we're going through and the experiences and especially walking into the holidays. There's not, a, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about her, have some kind of experience with her. And yet today I got a message this morning that said, hey, I just saw that your mom passed away. So it's not that that person didn't care. It's just that that person maybe even saw the 10, 11 messages before that, but that one, the 12th one landed with that person. So it's okay. I don't think you'd be mad that they didn't know about it two months ago and they didn't send a note then or call then. Like, it's okay. The message is, and this is something that, that I have held with me for many years, is that it, on average, in order to change somebody's mindset or thought pattern, it's 12 interruptions. 12 interruptions. The first 11 might be ignored. On average, it's the 12th that gets there. And now, since I've been talking about my mom's death for, for two months, I'm just now getting to that 12th touch point. And so now people can hear me. So how often do we quit before we get to that 12th point? The visionary, we're already moving forward before we even get to like three touch points. The integrator is the one that ensures we get to 12. The integrator is the one that ensures we get to 12 because the visionary is moving forward at such a fast rate. The integrator sits aside, sits aside and says, but this is a message that we get to keep hitting on. Make sure that you talk about this. They're the ones whispering in your ear saying, and, 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 and. Those are vital. So guys, Visionary and integrators, these are incredible components to our lives. This, these are incredible components to our business. And understanding this concept is fascinating. I love this concept because it really goes back to like, who are we authentically? And when we understand that at our core, that's how we can show up in our power. And that's how we can really start to shift and make a difference in the world, in our businesses, in our lives, in our communities, in our streets, in our houses. This is important stuff. So I am here fired up talking about it. I feel like I probably preached for the last hour. And hey, again, I don't care because that's who I am. I'm a visionary that is on a mission to create possibility and, and invoke, invite, and encourage people to step into it. That is why I am on this earth. So you can reach out to me, Kathleen at KathleenReason.com. It's very easy to find me. I'm happy to support you in understanding what that looks like for you. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. You can hear me every Monday. I'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Kathleen Reeson will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReason.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.